Alright. Yep, yep, check, check, and then Yeah That's perfect. I got a lot of mouth noise. Hmm. what? You've got no mouth noise. Me? Well that's be that's all fucking practice. It sounds like I'm mixing spaghetti. <laughs> That is perfect, the perfect visual. All right, so you guys ready? <laughs> Let's do this. All right, everyone, welcome back for another episode of Manaria. Manaria! Manaria! Fucking Nick. I nailed it that time. I waited long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the uh, the run you had there. That. Uh, oh yeah, I feel a little uh, feeling a little Celtic. I wanted to do a little vocal. Uh, uh, acrobatics for you. I want. I wanted to show my talent to you. I want to reveal myself to you slowly. I love it. And you know what that just reminded me of? This mm. is going to be hilarious, and it's totally worth holding up the entire episode mm. before we get going here. I love it. Um, someone shared this cat video. <laughs> I know all the all the best podcasts start with a cat video. You you see you had me, and then you you've immediately lost me. Now I do have faith that you're going to bring me back, but I want you to know that the jury is officially out so far. Okay. All right. I, I think you're gonna. I think you're not gonna hate this. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna try to get this in a position where you can see it, but um, <clears throat> it's really all about the audio. Okay. So there's this cat, and you know how sometimes cats have have quite the um, voices. Yes. Well, this guy's a composer, <laughs> and he decided to uh, add harmonies to the cat talking. To I don't even th- I don't think it's his video, but he like he built on it. Okay. All right. So wish us luck. Let's try, let's give this a shot. What? Don't you hiss at me? So that's called Ode to Yelling Cat. This is my magnum opus. That uh, uh, Hats off to the composer, whoever that was. Um, and let's really quick, before we get into the episode, just address the main question that why the fuck would anybody want to own a creature that makes that sound, <laughs> produces a shit that smells that bad in your house, and would eat your eyeballs if you die? I just want to throw it out there. If you're a cat lover, I you don't respect my wife yeah, has you, cats, you and I love have my cats. wife, and I suffer because of it daily. I've got cats too. Well, I've got I've got my cat, and then we've got a, a litter of kittens in the house, along with their juvenile mom, who yeah. uh, was way too young to have babies, which is kind of an expression of the of where we are in the United States right now. It is. It, I I did feel for that. I love all animals. Like I would never, you know, if a cat needed help. I mean, I rescued an outside cat here uh, in the middle of winter when I moved to Nashville, and. Now he still comes out, and I have to fucking feed him. I should probably feed him today. It's hot, but um, but yeah, I, I I just when you bring them into your house, all they're going to do is find a way to destroy your sanctity. But your cats aren't so bad, and kittens are cute. But um, yeah, I, you know, fuck. It's cats. tough to hate a kitten. It's easy to hate a cat. It's tough to hate a kitten. You're damn right it is. Yeah. I, and, and I was there, so the audience knows you fucking cat people. I was <laughs> helping feed and and poop these little kittens with Mike 
Uh, yeah. So I've I've done the right thing. Yeah. So I can be honest about my opinion that not for me. Yeah. I mean, you you gave it your best shot. I tried my best. Yeah. So this guy's name's Connor Broderick. Uh, he does not have a YouTube or a Patreon yet, but he's working on it. So maybe by the time this episode comes out, you can look him up. Uh, I I have demand. I've actually had a conversation with him already, saying make so many more of these because I think he's gonna have a really cool thing going. Absolutely. We uh, we support you, Connor. Uh, you're a friend of the show. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, cool. Uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Well, we this I wondered before we started, because uh, you know, we should always have beverages. Uh-huh. And we were talking about Clamato I, uh, just the other day. Yeah, last episode. That was the last episode. Was it recorded? I never know when we're recording. You gotta be careful <laughs> with me, which is bad. Um so you'd never had it, and Clamato is a clam based tomato juice that are used in Bloody Caesars. Yeah, it sounds horrific. Uh, It's delicious. Um, Nick is drinking a red beer right now, Clamato mixed with beer. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that last time. uh, A Michelada is a red beer with some other stuff in it, some lime and chili spice and things like that. Uh Um, Want the tahini? You want that tahini? There's very, very uh, uh, savory flavor. But I wanted to show you this in a... I kind of want to lead you in so i've got you this mango michelada oh god made with clamato so it's going to be a little sweeter and we're going to have a little sip of this right now so oh no and i got you an angry or- orchard for you know a-, a back here so let me just pour this. yeah to wash my this. mouth out of this filth hey you you know what I'm, i help you with your cats try my fucking clamato <laughs> okay that's a really good point oh man i've seen these so many times like at mexican restaurants this one's going to be sweeter and I gotta admit, you know, I'm a New Englander. I'm used to having like clam chowder. Here's your, oh, here's your uh, chaser. Thank, I appreciate that. Yeah, keep that right near me. Yeah. All right. So looking at this, it kind of looks like a. Uh, oh, that was beautiful. Nice Did sound effect. Audio? Yeah. Um, looking at this, it's definitely got a red hue, uh, kind of like someone bled in it. Um, <laughs> or it's like any red drink. Yeah. You don't have to go right there, bud. But, oh, um, but start with a positive thing. Take a sip. I'm smelling it, like the mango is definitely the strongest flavor I'm smelling. Now, the, the, what you're smelling underneath the mango is the Clamato. Oh, delicious. All right, are you ready? Here we and go. Nick, Cheers. I know you've got your drink. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Oh, that's... It's got a lot going on. Oh. That is the Clamato you're tasting. Yeah. That salty aftertaste, that is all Clamato. Yeah. It dominates tomato juice for it beverages. It tastes like, tastes like tomato soup and beer. It's savory. Isn't that nice? And there's a little sweetness of the mango. I'm glad they didn't make it too mango forward. So you're, I wish so you're they... okay with their Cam? I mean, not, not, not being able to try oh. this. It, it's not a red beer, which is classic, and it's not a Bloody Caesar, but it's it's good. It's just a different uh, version. Colorado's a great mixer. Do you I like just, this one? I like it. I would rather have a red beer, but I like salty, savory things. Yeah. It's not for everybody, and, and it's looking by podcasters, the look on his face is less than pleased. I'm not excited about this. Take more sips. Okay. You, you'll fall. I know sometimes it. it's second sip, right? You, you know, yes, that actually does work for some people. You know, when you try something or you listen to a song, you're like, ah, and then you hear it again, you're like, oh, and then after a while you realize you've listened to it three times in a row. Sometimes it happens. That is actually a thing in the, um, I know in the beer tasting world and a lot of tasting world, second sip is really important because Absolutely. the first one um, kind of sh- is a shock. To your you palate. Know, when you jump from one beer to another, you're... The first sip compares to the last one. The second sip is now a pure sip. Yeah. And I got to say, as my second and third sip is going here, it is not getting any better. This is not for you. 
Do you like bloody? But you don't like bloody. I Marys. don't like bloody Marys. So you, at the end of the day, any tomato-based like beverage, yeah, he's just not yeah. gonna do it. Like if you don't like tomato, it's not for you. But it was also just an excuse for us to start opening alcohol in the guise of uh, of, of podcast content. Yeah. All right. Here, this is me opening up my Angry Orchard hard cider, so that I can move on from this terrible, terrible start. <laughs> I had a feeling when he said he didn't like Bloody Marys. I knew how this was gonna go, but you know, content. <laughs> You gotta have content. Well, yeah. Nick, enjoy your red beer. So even though I don't, even though I don't like Bloody Marys, I love a Bloody Mary bar. Like I love the idea of getting your tomato juice and your vodka and your lime and your lemon and your spices and, and celery and carrots and and actually, even though I don't like Bloody Marys, if I went to one of those bars that has like a Bloody Mary with like chicken wings and mm-hmm. and ribs and and like a and you know, like a waffle on top. Yeah. One of these decorative, like, what is it? The, uh, you know, the, the arranged fruit. Yeah. Things oh, yeah the that edible get. Arrangement. Yeah. An, an edible arrangement, Bloody Mary. I would totally be down for that. It's, it's the it, good garnishes can kind of make the, uh, good garnishes can kind of make that, that work for you. I, yeah. I like Bloody Marys, but like a good Bloody Mary with a bunch of food on top. It's like, ah, this will keep me from uh, blacking out. Yeah. Potentially. And if you have shrimp, then it's kind of, it becomes a shrimp cocktail and that I can deal with. So maybe, mm. Hold on, let me try this Clamato one more time and think Think about shrimp cocktail. Think about shrimp cocktail there, bud. No. It's not no, happen. not helping. Uh, it's not going to happen for him. I think the, the most important thing about, like, I think with the Bloody Mary especially, is what I used to do is I used to see you, you start by squeezing the lime and the lemon over the ice before you put anything in. Like, oh. You start there, and then you have, you, you have this wondrous... Uh, you have this wondrous beginning mm. from which to build on. You mix you that citrus in. Fresh squeeze of lime, fresh squeeze of lemon over the ice. Then you get, then you get your vodka on, and then you get your so lime, lemon, vodka. Then your tomato juice, and then you can season with your celery salt, black pepper, maybe garlic powder. Yeah. Stir with a celery stick, and then add other accoutrements, maybe lemon wedge and add olive. Like, yeah, very important to have the you know the salted like I like the salted and rim with the yeah, rim. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> that. And how spicy do you like your Bloody Marys? Spicy. Horseradish is essential to a blood. Oh, yeah, I forgot that step. It, it absolutely is. you got to have the horseradish. And that's that wasabi-style nasal burn. Um, yeah. Nick likes the spice. Um, I am known for uh, loving extreme spice. I know that. And uh, here we are in Nashville where hot chicken is world famous. Indeed. Uh, are you a fan of the hot chicken? I absolutely love it. Nick loves it. Um, I still have not tried. I've tried a lot of hot chicken here, but I have not gotten Bolton's. Or princes, uh, or or princes. The yet. original two. The original two, which is one of those things like I don't drive, and it's one of it's it's more of an adventure getting that. So I'll have <laughs> yeah. to do you a favor one of these days, and then call you up and say, "Take me to Prince's, asshole." Yeah, and the problem is you're you're about five uh, minutes from the original Prince's location, which burnt down last year. I know. I define irony. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a shame. I uh, uh, there's a place called Party Foul here, which I will shout out a friend of the show. Uh, because I said so. I like saying friend of the show. It's fun. Yeah, I love uh, it. They are uh, a, kind of a, a niche party bar, sports. They do care. Uh, I think they do karaoke and trivia. Uh-huh. But their food and drinks are on point, uh, mm-hmm. and their hot chicken is on a lot of top uh, lists in Nashville. So really happy with theirs. I was underwhelmed by Hattie B's. Hattie B's is interesting because that's the tourist spot. Everyone sends a tourist to Hattie B's, but they are kind of a, a mediocre hot chicken spot 
But then, and then it's, I hate that because I thought of it as like kind of a more of a fast food chain. But then I see the show that Michael Simon just put on, uh-huh. Burgers and Q, and he, and I don't know if they're paying him, and if they're, that's not the case, Howdy B's, no offense, it's just my preference. Um, but then he's talking about it. I ordered the Shut the Cluck Up, <laughs> and that's their hottest one. And I uh-huh. personally think that they didn't send me that because they were worried I would call back and complain, which is when you order food, that can be an issue. So maybe they just yeah. don't allow it. So I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't send that out. Uh, I, I would not, like as a restaurant manager, I wouldn't send out our delivery. That's that, that's suicide. I think, but like, yeah. you're begging for a refund or a call or a bunch of things you don't want. That's that's true. true. The delivery driver. But they should have told me that they didn't. So what I'm gonna if do? They, is, yeah, if they did though, then you're gonna complain anyway. So, so now you're not sure because they claim they sent it to you and you just don't like it, so you're not calling them. That's that, that's dishonest shit. I don't like that, Nick. You're you're a piece of shit for even saying that. Um, because you're lying. The customer demands. It's a tough time, man. All right, you're right. I, I, working. Wait for the pandemic to be over. Go in there. Get yourself a friggin'. No, now I'm gonna go right now and pandemic be damned. I'm gonna spread the pandemic because of you. This is your fault. Um, but I'm gonna. You know what? I just so we're clear. I'm going to make sure I get the shut the cluck up, and I'm gonna try it. Uh huh. Because Nashville hot chicken. Uh, funnily enough, there's a place in L. A. Called Howlin' Rays. Howlin' Rays is one of my absolute favorite I hot chicken places. For an hour and a half, which I was hanging out with a friend I hadn't seen, so we just shot the shit. Yeah, worth it. I would never ever stand in line that long uh, for ninety nine. I can think of only a few things I would, uh, especially with food. Uh-huh. I'd probably do it again as long as I had a buddy to hang out with. Yep. There and with Nashville hot chicken, the reason I I hold it in such high regard as a spice uh, lord myself, when they say hot. The hot is hot. If you get the mild, it's hot because you're getting mild hot chicken. You right. have to ask for fried chicken. Yeah. Don't say Nashville hot chicken with no. You know, what do you want? A piece of fried chicken with pickle and bread? Fine, yeah. but that's not hot chicken. So mild is is a little hot. Yeah, in Medium most places, spicy. They're using the hot seasoning, but just less of it. Exactly, and it's this mixture they'll use. Uh, certain places, even Hattie B's, uses like the chicken rendering uh-huh. oil to mix in with the dry spice, so that oh, it coats the skin, it. but keeps it's hot oil, so it keeps the skin crispy. The texture of hot chicken is brilliant, but when you order the hot, it's hot, and then all the places have their extra hot and their thing like that. And Howlin' Rays, the um, definitely one of the spiciest ones I've had. Yeah. And I like I've gone all over the world. I've done like at least fifteen spicy challenges. Uh-huh. Um waiver signing stuff. <laughs> and that that hot chicken definitely competes. Um they have one off menu that you can get and I'm not even gonna do oh, it. Oh wow. Because like there's no reward and they're they're extra hot. Um <laughs> So there is a limit to your well, it's to the punishment you'll give if yourself. If there was like a competition or for, for glory, I would do it. But the flavor, once you get to the extra hot, I actually thought uh-huh. that the extra, uh, extra, extra hot, the the hot and the extra hot were perfect. Once the uh-huh. extra st- hot starts happening, you get too much of that chili extract, dry seasoning. Like it yeah. starts to kill the, the flavor. And yeah, and once it starts to kind of overpower the taste of the food that you're making spicy, it's like why bother having it? You can just go chug on a ghost pepper yeah well actually ghost peppers you can taste the fruit of the chili if you're if you build up a tolerance i can't it just tastes it just tastes like hot to me okay so that but there's that's the thing where those peppers have flavor yeah if you're trained like people who live in off spicy food and things like that you can i've been eating spicy food since my mom brought home a bottle of tapatio when i was six nice and i would take a little a chip and i would put a dot of tapatio and i would bite into it and i'd run around the house ah and then I would do it again because I'm an idiot who uh, I funny. like extreme 
sensation. Uh-huh. Which was lit- they should have saw that as a warning sign for wanting to drink and do drugs, but you know they probably already knew. They did. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, I guess but, since you since you're kind of precluded from certain uh, extreme sports, yes, uh, because of your eyesight, yeah, uh, like there's no hang gliding in your future unless you're strapped to another person. Most likely, unless I can get around it. I always try to get in there. I did skydive <laughs> yeah? with a dude on my back. Oh hell so yeah! I mean, that's I can, the way you got to do it, right? Yeah, I can say now that I've uh, taken off in more planes than I've landed, which is fun. And if you're skydiving, you don't say that often when referring to skydiving. You're missing a great bit. Shoot, I gotta go skydiving just so I can say this. It's it's a nice notch on the belt. Um, but, but back to Spice, um, like, it builds. Like, Nick used to not like the crazy spicy. Mm-hmm. And just over, like, eating my food and, and then being in the restaurant business, he's gone up. I remember giving him some hot sauce, and I was like, oh, fuck. Uh-huh. I didn't think about it at first, and then I was like, well, now I can strap in and watch the show. Yeah. And the fucker was like, that is hot, but that is good. And he powered it down and ate more. I was like, all right. So Nick has developed in just a short few years. Uh-huh. I've developed this over 20-something years. And now I can eat habanero. I taste the habanero. You eat a habanero, you might taste a little, but you're just going to taste the burning. Yeah. But I'm immune to that to a certain level. So when I offer somebody something, they say, hey, is this spicy? I don't know. See, now I'm still coming up in the spice world because in New England, we're, we're not known for very spicy foods. Uh, you know, the spiciest thing we have is Taco Bell hot <laughs> sauce, which is not hot. Um, but moving to L.A., uh, I fell in love with taco trucks. Mm. And depending on what... I mean, even each truck can be different because they make their own sauce. Uh, And if you get a hot sauce from one chef versus another, it could blow your mind. But uh, my favorite truck was on Burbank Boulevard in Van Nuys. They were always parked out there. I wish I could remember the name because I'd love to send as many people there as possible. But I got some burritos from them that, you know, just kind of chased your core. You really got to pace yourself out. And I think that primed me to appreciate hot chicken for what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, there's just different. So I, I guess we're gonna nerd out on this. Um, and if you don't understand spice and you're not interested, sorry, skip. But uh, <laughs> spicy food, there's le- levels of heat. Just like horseradish and wasabi burns your nasal passages, and some people uh-huh. hate that. I love it. Uh, hot mustard does the same thing. Chinese hot mustard. Yeah. Then you have your your different kinds of chilies. Mm-hmm. Whether you cook your chilies, if you if you just do a fresh salsa with ha- uh, jalapenos, serranos, or if you roast the peppers first and then you blend them up in a puree, how much acid you add is all going to change how that spice works. Like I've put habaneros in things that I give to my whole family yeah. that they don't notice because I've broken it down with like mango or lemon or yeah. apple cider vinegar or mm-hmm. some kind of acid and they'll get the heat. But it's all about how you do it. And then is the heat hit the top of your tongue like right away? Like, Ooh. Or is it yeah. that slow rolling back of the throat? Which Nashville hot chicken usually has the best of both. You get a little spice up front, which is always pleasant if you want the hot. Uh-huh. And then there are degrees. It's that slow, like almost like a gaseous like expansion of heat that fills your whole head and makes your face turn red. Uh-huh. Love it. Indian food has incredible spice, like different, yeah. almost really unique. That and Chinese Szechuan. I went to an Indian food place. Um, this is the problem with places that serve spicy food. Thai, Indian, uh-huh. um, Chinese Szechuan, like, when you look like I do, uh, <laughs> I'm almost, I'm, al- I'm albinistic, so I'm the whitest guy there. Everybody thinks I'm from fucking oh, Norway. Hang on, hold on. You're albinistic? Yeah, Nick. Shut up. <laughs> you're, <laughs> no, you're not. You're just a piece of shit. Uh, you're just a pink turd. Uh, for those that don't know these guys, they are both albinos. <laughs> fine, fine. I want to, to call Nick a pink turd. So, when I order, when I ask for extra spicy, they're thinking I'm going to eat it, not eat the food, and complain, and... So I have to like, I've worked on a way to reason with these people. 
um, it's like, hey, uh, like you said, like one of the codes is you ask for Thai spicy in a Thai restaurant. Oh, okay. That is going to give you what they serve. And sometimes it's just like that. But then I'll try it. I'll be like, hey, can I get a side of, of stuff? You know, some some chilies or anything like that to make it more spicy. Mm-hmm. Like not spicy. And I was like, oh no, it's great. Flavor's great, and it usually is. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to be a pain, but I'm like, I just want a little more spice. Sometimes <laughs> they'll take it back to the kitchen, and then you get the real one. In an Indian restaurant, I was like, what's the spiciest thing you have? And they, it was like a vindaloo thing, and I was like, awesome. So I was eating. And I was like, do you have like a spicier sauce or chili? And they're like, we have something. Um, I'm not gonna do the accent anymore because you're not allowed to. But it was great. I had a good one. But the waitress was like. If you eat this, you are God. I was like, does that mean I'm going to trip balls or do I ascend or are you going to think I'm God? You're pretty attractive. This could work out for me. We were at a party. And, and of course, you took this as like the ultimate challenge. Like, yes, I will be your yeah. God. So she gives me this little plastic, like you get like salsas and little sauces in a restaurant of this deep red oily based sauce that was one of the spiciest things I've ever eaten, but it had great flavor. So I'm dipping the naan and putting mm. it on there and I'm eating and she comes like, oh, wow. Finally, just for, for the shits of it, I took the last of it and poured it on the middle of the naan bread, folded up like a rolled like burrito and ate the whole thing, which was delicious garlic naan. <laughs> and then she called me God and walked uh-huh. away and I felt great. And I asked my wife if I could have her and she said no. And uh, we moved on and went and played laser tag. I will not lie. That was a struggle. <laughs> there was some gut churning. Oh, and good God. Fumes, but How many breaks was- did you need to take during that? Laser uh, tag. Only one. One's all you need. <laughs> there was nothing left after that. Just a lingering feeling of both of my uh, ends burning. Oh my God. But worth it for me because I love the endorphin rush and I love the flavor. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just used to having strange exotic dumps. One of the, um, one of the, the first time we met, we went on a road trip because your wife had us all go up and work on a, on a video shoot of hers. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember we stopped at that restaurant in San Francisco and they had like a wing list, and I'm pretty sure they had them rated from just 1 to 10. They had yeah. 10 different heat levels. Yeah. And the waitress came over to you, and, and you're like, I'll have uh, six of the 10 and, um, like, another six of the five or some some other flavor that just sounded good. Yeah. And she looked at you like, you want six? And you're like, yeah. She's like, usually people just get one. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you have to say, I, I eat habaneros for fun. I yeah. Pro- I, and then you say, I promise you I will not have a medical emergency or send them back. Please give me my spicy wings. Yeah, and then I watched you just devour these things like they were regular old like Applebee's buffalo wings. They were pretty spicy. Did you did you try one? I think I just touched my finger to oh, one. Yes, and you had the sauce. <laughs> yeah, I've come a long way since then. It's been what four or five years. It has. Yeah, so uh, so I've come a long way in the spicy. I would I would probably try one now, but I I would not touch it then. Nick, remember when uh, before when you weren't living with me, um, but you were like over there and you got into like. I think I had some burrito makings, and I had made this, like, green verde chicken, which looks, like, you know, calm. This was before your Spice Lord uh, level went. Remember when you you made a little burrito and ate, and it was, like, like 30 habaneros in the green verde sauce, and you were dying for a second? I don't. Oh, you probably blacked out. Oh, that was the funniest thing ever. He, I've never seen, I've seen him sunburned. I've never seen somebody more red, which is probably what I look like, but I don't get to look at that. It was wondrous. Uh, my wife can barely handle the spice mm-hmm. and one time i made a salsa and it was in a container that was already salsa but i was trying to reuse recycle and i put a sign on it a little sign on top that said do not eat spicy so i'm <laughs> in a rehearsal i somehow some way that sign fell off and she got into the salsa uh-huh. and ate it 
Oh, she ate God. a big old chip of it. So I get a phone call. Imagine, you know, your wife calls you when you're at rehearsal, which any good wife knows not to do that unless it's an emergency. Uh-huh. I, and this is what it sounded like. I was like, is, did somebody break in, stab you, and are you dying trying to say you love me and goodbye? And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What was that? Salsa? And I was like, oh, no. Oh. Did, baby, didn't you see the sign? There was no sign. And she sounded just like, what do I do? I'm like, you're going to ride this one out, honey. Oh, no. I was like, you don't do ice or water. That'll just spread it around. Uh-huh. Take a paper towel or some bread, maybe some cream or milk. Uh-huh. Um, but you're just, feel the endorphin rush. I don't like this at all. <laughs> I can't help you. I'm, in, I'm 45 minutes away. How does she, how does she not smell it? Would be my question. Um, yeah, she she should hot. know. How did she not know? Ah, Nick. She wait, should know to check things out before she goes when you're when was, it's in your fridge. This was like 10 years ago. Okay. Oh, so she was still learning. Together. This was, yeah, okay. That's this, fair. And yeah, also, if you don't stick your nose. You can just smell the Not when it's cold. Test. Not when it's cold. When it's cold, all that stuff. That's a really good point. You have to get right in there. It was not her fault. And the sign had fallen off. Um, this is why I organized the fridge. She had to move something. She, she, she did deserve it because salsa had the sign on it. But uh, not her fault. But uh, I, I do get a little kick out of watching people. The favorite are the people. Like you go to New Orleans and there's those hot sauce uh, stores. Yeah. Uh, one second here. Yeah. Uh, that was our buddy Brian who might be appearing on a, an episode pretty soon here. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but you know those people go in there, oh, I'm going to try the hottest thing we can. Like, yeah. The jocks. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're posturing. And uh, I, I'm incapable of posturing because I look like a snarky mid-pubescent elf. But I had just gone <laughs> and ate eaten some and some big giant burly men came behind me. And uh, so I started walking away and they're like, huh. And they like grab a bunch of what I was doing. And they're like, this shit ain't hot, huh, huh, And they start walking away. So I stop Alicia and I'm like, watch and wait. So they, they do their samples. They walk down the aisle. It's about 15 feet. I'm like, five seconds. They're going to stop. <laughs> Lo and behold, just about five seconds, they stop. Somebody's going to cough, sneeze, or blow their nose. All these things happen. Uh-huh. Now they're going to start making fun of each other, but they're not going to be able to talk to because that's not something. <laughs> and I was like, my work here is done. Let's go. Nice. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I like, I like watching uh, Pride be the downfall. Uh-huh. All right, so um, we we kind of brought up a few different American spicy foods, uh, especially chicken. Let's talk chicken. Let's just talk chicken. That's Nashville's got hot chicken. Yeah. We got jerk chicken down in, like, the New Orleans. New, we got jerk chicken down in the New Orleans area, and there's, like, That's obviously... Just, sorry, buddy, one second. Yeah, no sweat. Go ahead. Uh, it's supposed to... <clears throat> I can pick that up. I'm going to pause. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Talk about chicken. All right, so... Um, uh, Let's talk. Let's talk about like American spicy foods, and I guess let's just keep it the chicken because it's kind of the most natural, right? So there's Nashville hot chicken, there's jerk chicken from like the New Orleans area. Obviously, there's buffalo chicken, which is now national, but it's Buffalo, New York. Yep. Are there any others you guys can think of? Well, you got your uh, you got your polo, uh, any of the Mexican stuff. Wait, like your, your... wait. Did you say polo and not pollo? Yeah. Did you just say polo? Yes, Nick, I, I, it's, you're not allowed to... Are you riding a horse? Nick, like, you are not allowed to say anything with an accent anymore because it's cultural appropriation. So I'm going to phonetically pronounce everything, whether it's right or wrong. But it's it's a... No, that, Nick, that is racist! You are racist! It's a Spanish word. And I'm an American yeah, hey, saying... It's, it's worse not to say it right. What is wrong with you? See, I try to do the right thing, and I get ass-fucked <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, so, so Poyo. It's not, Nick. You've heard me. I worked in a fucking kitchen. I know how to say it, but I'm just not doing it anymore because I'm worried. Anyway, asshole. Mike, you're on a thin, thin line right now. Your, your quest stays on the edge of a razor. <laughs> okay, good to know. So you, you have the, the Mexican uh, cuisine with your, your verdes and your, your uh, All right, that's arbol, a good point. chilies. Yep. And so you have that. Um, the, the jerk chicken actually comes from Jamaica uh-huh. and the Caribbean, which got good into... Good point. Thank you. Which was brought into the... Uh-huh. Uh, Bahamas have their own version of that because you've got a lot of scotch bonnets, yeah. uh, chilies, which are like the habaneros. So there's always a, and then your uh, you know Texas and your your dry rubs, uh, cayenne pepper. Oh, good so you point. Have your spicy, yep. uh, you know, uh, southern style like that. Uh huh. Um, oh, and, and then Cajun would be a would I I guess Cajun's Cajun the Cajun is is the French and the uh, Caribbean and like so where you get your jerk chicken influences your Bahamas yeah. all that I'm not as good with all that mm-hmm. um, but Cajun the spice comes from the islands and yep. then the other part of the cuisine comes from the French yep. and in the indigenous uh, stuff they got there alright so out of all these which one's your favorite ooh I can't go with favorites because it's a mood I can't do favorites because it's based on a mood like sometimes there's nothing I want more than a piece of southern fried Nashville hot chicken yeah but I, you know what I have to, if I have to choose I'm going to say uh, a really spicy verde habanero or ha- like Mexican, like burritos yeah. or, or taco salad. I can eat uh, Mexican spice like like verde with a habanero sauce on top to add to it okay. any day of the week. And nice. I do that. I'll make. I mean, ge- geography speaking, you, you know, it's like being, being a West Coast California you know, situation. Yeah. That's, gonna, that, that, that's what we've had the most of. And, I cook, uh-huh. and that's what I cooked the most of. Uh, I did, uh, you know, I was an Italian. I learned Italian cooking for my family. But when I started cooking, I started doing uh, Mexican foods, uh, you know, Mexican-American Cali style. Uh-huh. Started, I, I tried to get into like, you know, ooh, this is going to be Oaxacan. But at the end of the day, my white ass just made Mexican-American food, which is great. Nice. Um, but those are my two main things. So constantly eating that stuff. And I still am not sick of it. Cool. Uh, Nick, same question. You backing them up on the uh, Southwestern spicy pollo chicken? Polo. I had to pick one. I, I'm probably a victim of recency bias, and since I don't get to have it, uh, give me the Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, buddy. Recency bias, Nick. That I'm not even going to tell you to shut the fuck up. That was a very eloquent way of saying that. Nicely done. Okay, yeah. Bud. God damn it. I want to yell at you, but I can't. All right, and I've got to say, I want to like jerk chicken the most, uh, especially since there it was actually in New Orleans, which is why I said that earlier. Uh, I got this one jerk chicken that, from a restaurant that sat me back down. I it was too hot to eat and it was so good though. Oh, if you remember the name of that restaurant? Tell I me. wish I could. It was this is 15 years ago. But uh, um, but ultimately I gotta say, uh, the best spicy chicken I've ever had. We're going back to Howland Rays with their Nashville hot chicken chicken sandwich, which is probably the best hot chicken you could ever have ever. It's we're we're in Nashville right now, so we're you know the locals might stir, but yep. I have to agree. I'm still haven't tried Prince's or Bolton's yet. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a couple others that I'm going to do on the list, but I'm I'm going right now, numero uno, Howlin' Rays, as far as hot chicken goes, even though it's in fucking L.A. Yeah. Well he, they, well, he learned to make it here. Yeah, he brought it here, and so, you know, he's just a transplant, which, yep. you know, don't want to go on a tangent, but I, food people probably know, you usually find the best food not in the country that that food is from. The best Italian food mm-hmm. I had was in Brazil. The best Thai food I had was in Australia. The best uh, Brazilian Trescaria was in Portugal best French restaurant I ever went to was in Dublin, Ireland. So it's not, wow. there's nothing wrong with that because you get people who are transplanted who want 
to bring they have more pride there's more at stake so they have to dig deep and they're not held to tradition so they can kind of experiment and uh, and upscale the food if they want true especially if they're doing if they're doing it right they're not cutting corners to make it taste like it's from home because you have different ingredients they use those different ingredients to give you the same idea but with that fresh local ingredient and and it's a beautiful thing food is good yeah and one of the coolest things to do is like uh yeah i love chinese food in new england the best Mm -hmm. but you can try chinese food in the southwest and it has a different thing going on yeah. you can try it in italy and it's got a different thing going on so you oh, can yeah. actually like kind of have these hybrid cuisines based on where you are and what cuisine you're trying absolutely and uh, that's that's the beautiful that's what we should be focusing on right now is combining our differences to make something delicious yeah nick like, was that okay all right yeah was that good that was really positive yeah. fuck off nick <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's it, yeah? If, if we want to end on a high note, because I'm going to go down dark. No, no, let's quick. stop there. That's good. All right, guys. This has been Maneria. I'm your host, Mike. We've got uh, the Albino Brothers here. <laughs> Maneria. Maneria. Fucking Nick. All right, guys. See you next time. I'm Mike. That's Kalen. That's Nick. Later. See you.